What is up, everybody? I see things a little differently. Welcome to the comic of the month. As I said at the beginning of this year, maybe December of last year, one of one of the two, I said I was going to switch things up. So the first three months, we decided to well, actually technically four months. Um, we, but that's because we had went through this WrestleMania nine eight or excuse me WrestleMania eight like storylines and how everything ended up happening with them. So it took the first four months up, but the next three months, so May, June, July, will be the comic of the month. Matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I might just do that for the next four months as well. You know, then the last four months will be two and two. Um, but to me, uh, this will, we're going to see how this goes. You know, I know Match of the Month is a, a favorite segment, and I know you guys really have expectations and Sometimes I don't meet those expectations, which, you know, sucks, you know, because I definitely try to think about the thing. That's why I did what I did with WrestleMania. It's like, oh, we must tell the story for all these matches. And you guys loved it, you know. But but I think because a lot of people, I get in my own head. And now, now I'm owning it, not making an excuse, but just giving you some insight into my thinking. I have a lot of fans still listen to me from the Why Repent I'm going to Do It Again podcast. So I don't want to rehash those matches. But to be honest with you, with all the new fans we're, we're getting and gathering, it's, it's okay if I do that, you know? And I just am realizing that as I talk to myself in my in my daily conversations. And and so, you know, uh, for the, so I definitely appreciate you guys getting the great feedback. So hopefully if this, this will be something we could do, you know, until I finish doing this podcast. I don't know how long I'm going to do this podcast, you know? Um, but we're, we'll see, you know? I'll definitely, just give, definitely give you guys a heads up when I'm ending it or whatever. But... It's where I'm assuming we're a long way away from that. And so it was one of those situations where I just kind of wanted to try something different. And with this movie, this was the most anticipated movie for myself. And as I record this, it's April 18th, the first day of the Batman being on HBO Max. And I remember I, and remember I told you guys, my most anticipated movies of this year was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, then Batman. The Flash has been pushed back to 2023. Ezra Miller is doing some interesting things is the best way I can leave that and put that. And that's for a whole nother show by itself. Um, and so today, as I talk, the first teaser trailer for Thor 11 Thunder actually came out. I have not seen it yet. Um, and actually it's funny because as I'm even talking about this, me and Jonathan Nestor were talking, me and some other people were talking as well. And like people keep telling me that they see something in these trailers. Like John Hester was like the tenth or eleventh person to say something to me. I'm like, I stopped watching the shows. I just want to watch the movie. Like, West, me and when me and Nico became cool or friends or whatever the word is, it's funny because I remember he came on the podcast and, podcast and said, "Enough with the trailers. I watch the movies." And I realized something a lot of times with me, the trailers are cool, but it's so much misdirection. It's kind of like. They're doing some purpose, and that's cool because they want you to be intrigued by every trailer. I'm just ready for the movie. And like I said, and because this is the movie I was looking forward to the most, I am looking forward to the most. I just don't care about the trailers. I just want to see the end product, period, bottom line. And so it's one of those things where uh, it's only two hours and six minutes, which is very interesting for a, for this movie. Because I thought it was going to be, it was reported. That was supposed to be like one of the longer Marvel films, you know, but now with it only being two hours and six minutes, 
that makes things even more intriguing. And I said something, and I know some people get asking some questions. I never fe- uh, followed up on it, so that's why I'm following up on following up on here. I did say with Nico on the show, I think it was during our Batman review. I said those cameos are gonna be just, and I believe that. I believe the only thing that's not gonna be a cameo is America Chavez. I think everything else, and apparently, reportedly in the first draft of that Spider-Man script, America Chavez was actually pinned in to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Speaking of that, I just got the DVD. I've not watched it or anything, but I just got it. Um, apparently, that she was penciled in to be in that. Instead, they made it Ned. That's interesting. It's, it's interesting there. So she's the only one that's, that's going to have like a, like a first appearance type of sh- uh, situation here. But everyone else is going to be a cameo. Patrick Stewart, the Alam Illuminati, whoever is in it is going to be just a cameo. And I believe it's going to be complete one-offs. I, I don't, like, unless it's, like, I can't think of his name, but the guy that everyone hopes to be, Reed Richards. In case it's that guy, when I say, when I say one-off, I don't think Patrick Stewart's, like, going to play Professor X anymore. I think this is, like, a one-off for him. I mean, those other characters, these are one-offs of those particular versions of their characters, right? And so, I, I. but back to the main point of it is, I'm just ready to see the movie. And I truly think, like, example, when Love, uh, Thor Love and Thunder comes out, or when the, the real trailer comes out uh, well, next month or whatever, I'll watch it, you know? But it's like one of those things where it's like, I, I watch all the trailers leading up to the movie. But I... To be real with you guys, I, how I see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, how I see Aquaman, which I think comes out at Christmas now, uh, how I see uh, Love and Thunder, I see those things as kind of like cherries on top. To me, the two movies I wanted to see, I knew where we were going to be the first movies out. Everything else is kind of like, all right, cool, we're going to get some advancement. Awesome. You know? So I'm looking forward to that. So that's, that's going to be fun. But anyways, today's comic book of the month is uh, one of Doctor Strange's more um, interesting comics. Um, when I say that, I say that because it's one, it's one of those stories where it's really, it's it's about choices. And it's about friendship. And it's about what do you do when you have a responsibility to everybody but you, you don't know how to handle it when someone close to you is dealing with something. It's called The Oath. And I would highly recommend this. It's, it's, a, it's a classic, strange story. And I will give you guys a little bit of background on it. It is from 2007. It's a limited series. It was written by Brian K. Vaughn and drawn by Marcos Martin. And it was published by Marvel, obviously. It's five issues. And it lasts from December 2006 to 2007. So essentially what happens is is Wong gets, catches a really bad version of cancer. And so Dr. Strange is tr- trying his best to find a way to heal him of cancer. And in the process, he ends up running into a cure. Now the cure only has enough to where the, it, it, can only, it can either save Wong or can save the entire human population from the disease and so this entire time oh uh strange thing about the hippocratic oath he took and and he has this hard decision about whether or not 
what's going on. Like all the times Wong has been there for him, he can't imagine his life without Wong. But this responsibility to where you can cure the entire human race from this just disgusting disease, it's it's a it's a difficult choice, you know. And to me, I felt like this, and this might be a bad example. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear it, but I feel, here's how I feel about it. I feel the struggle we see Doctor Strange go through in this is similar to the struggle we see in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. And when I say that, I say that because I feel like when you see all these documents that they put up in uh, Winter Soldier, the comic book, and then you see Ka- Steve Rogers in a dark room, like just like in his thoughts, like what was like it, 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 to me it has the same emotion. It's like, what do I do? Like what? A confusion and and I don't know the right answer to this. I don't think there is a right answer to it. Are you wrong for saving your friend? I don't think so. Is it selfish to not save the? Yeah, but at the same time, how many people do you guys know would save the entire human race? The one thing you I hear a lot is from people is yeah I don't want kids because kids I don't want my kids being raised in this world. This world is ugly. It's like wow. Interesting. Uh, interesting. You know, it's like it's just like you hear these things, and it's like I I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I truly don't. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, <coughs> yeah, swing the water. So sorry, guys. I don't know why it happened when I get on the air. Anyways, um, so. I suggest you guys go and read this. Pick up at your local comic book store. At the end of, and see, here's the problem with this, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to determine whether or not to give away the endings to these stories, or just have you guys go, go, you know, read it. So I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give the end of these stories, just because I feel like I know there's times when I might watch comic story or something on a YouTube channel. Shout out to them. They're really dope at what they do. And I know I'm not going to pick up certain comics because I don't want them in my collection. But I'm interested to see where they go. Like Future State. I think it's a cool concept. I don't want to own it, though. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I don't actually want it in my collection. It's the same way I see action figures. Like, there's certain figures I'm like, man, that looks like a bad... Like, there's a, um, currently, there's a wave at Target where it's a Dakota Kai, Biggie, Earthquake, and Yokozuna with a Build-A-Figure Jimmy Hart. I would love to build a figure of Jimmy Hart. And the Big E looks fantastic. But I have Big E currently on my wall. And I just don't like having devils for reasons. And I don't want Yokozuna. I think I have a Yokozuna. That's the other thing. That's the other struggle, too. It's kind of like, you guys know my struggle with action figures. I don't know. I was just talking to Figure 4 about this. matter of fact, like an hour ago. Um, I saw him. He posted something on IG. And showed the RVD Elite, the latest one. And I was like, I'm surprised you got RVD. Because I didn't know he liked WWE Elite. So he said, you know, I got it because that's the one I wanted. And the only reason I even got the RVD is I think, I know I have an RVD action figure that's out, that's, that's out of the plastic. But the only reason I even got an RVD action figure is because I was going to WrestleCon. And I said, I'm going to get an autograph it, which he did. It's not good RVD because when I, when I got it from the Walmart, the box is already damaged. And it's like, it's not in mint condition. But that's fine. It's still autograph. It's cool whatever anyways that's a struggle i have a lot of times with comics is i'm interested in some stuff but i'm really interested in what i'm interested in i'm willing to break out a little 
But it's like one of those things where it's like not every comic, same way like every expert, they're not they're not worth all worth owning. <laughs> you, you dig what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where um like I, I actually own this story, you know. But other stories I use Future State as an example, I, I've watched variant comics, um, YouTube channel on it, I watched Comic Historian. I think it's a good story. I still just don't want to own it, right? So that's, that's why I was debating on this before I even did this. I was like, man, should I give away the ending? So I'm going to give away the endings to these things. Um, so that way, in case they do ever adapt these things. Because uh, the rumor is, and I just like, and let's just talk about rumors because we don't do it much here on this show, but it's fun sometimes. The rumor is that they eventually Wong in the MCU is going to pass away. And I'm curious to know if that's going to be in this movie. Because currently, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. But it feels like Strange is going to have to take back over that role. And will it be at Wong's death? That's the thing I'm curious about. But it, the rumor is, at least for like the last three months, the rumor has been like, not Wong's going to die in this movie, but he's pl- that's the ultimate plan is that Wong is going to die in the MCU. Eventually. So anyways, um, but he's been all over the place. He was in Doctor Strange. Uh, he was in Spider-Man. He was in Shang-Chi. You know, so it's just, it's just interesting how over the place he's been. Anyways, so the ending is, essentially, Wong goes to sleep. And he it, he's assuming he's going to die. And then he wakes up, and he's like, what happened, Steven? And Steven used the antidote on him. And he just said, hey, I assure you, my friend, it was worth it. So Strange made the ultimate decision to save his friend and not the world. Now, here's my thing about it. The reason why Strange has a unique advantage over all of us is because he's the the Sorcerer Supreme. He kind of knows what the world is going to be. So if he saves the world, is he really saving the world? That's a tough decision. It's one of the more emotionally charged stories. I remember reading it being like, dang, like this is deeper than just superhero stuff. You know, I was was at at an engagement party a couple days ago as I was just recording. And I was like, I remember I was, someone asked me my comic book writing, and, oh, yeah, I guess I can plug this now. June um, will be Civilized Savage, the comic book coming out, and it will be my first time writing a mystery. I'm hoping you guys like it. I'm hoping to get the, the proper support for it. Um, so I'm look, truly looking forward to it, um, the, 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 the reaction to it. But I remember I said something about how much superhero stuff can you write? And that story came to me. Now I do a podcast on it and everything, explaining how the story came to me. Um, but that story just came to me, and I felt like I didn't have the right to to uh, not jump on it, if that makes any sense. So, anyways, uh, that is the comic of the month. The first time we're doing this, not much detail because essentially I, I didn't want to go panel for panel. I just want to give you guys a breakdown of the story in the end. Um, if you guys want to check it out, I encourage you to go to your local comic book store and get it i really do or watch one of the youtubers whether it's comic historian whether it's variant like go on just find a way to get if you want the panel by panel breakdown i'm not going to do that because doing a panel by panel breakdown one is too hard on a, a listening medium on a visual medium it's perfect but like it's, it's just a listening medium um so go back i do suggest you guys go and just check it out you know um but that's essentially the comic of the month and, that, and to me, I felt that was the perfect story to show the connection between Strange and Wong. Because I feel like this movie will be about the connection between Strange and Wong. And 
how Strange has to learn about consequences of his actions. Like, I was thinking about, I was watching this um, mini doc on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And I actually, um, I need to, Netflix just came out with season five of Better Call Saul. And season six is about to start. I believe season six, as of this recording, the first two episodes have gotten perfect ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but I'm, I'm going to watch season five. And then whenever they drop season six, I'll watch season six. But I was watching a documentary on it. And the one thing they said that was, have I ever done a breakdown of Breaking Bad? I don't think I have. I, I need to look at my, my, my archives, actually. I don't think I have, though. Um, but the one thing they said was, in the Breaking Bad universe, consequences are real. And I thought about that. And I was like, Strange has yet to really meet consequences to to his actions. Like I think, we, I think he's met little consequences, but not the consequences we're gonna see. And honestly, that's the only reason why I don't want to watch the trailers because we don't know what the fuck we're seeing. Every time I see, you look at the trailer. I haven't watched the trailer in months now. But like it's it's a different version of Strange every time. Whether it's Defender Strange, whether it's a, whether it's a Strange that has the cape with the black back, or the, or the Strange cape with the cape which is red cape. Strange has a podium of himself made up. It, everyone's different. So <clears throat> I'm gonna try to just watch and enjoy. I'll, I'll probably see it a couple times, you know, enjoy it. But um, yeah, no, that's the comic of the month. I hope you guys like take to it. Hopefully, it's gonna be a thing. Um, next month will be another one, and that will and that one will be based off Kamala Khan, because uh, that will be the debut of her MC her MCU debut next month as her show begins. So we will be reviewing that as well. So, anyways, that is your comic of the month. Looking so forward to hearing your feedback on it. I am the Slow Chemical. Enjoy your May. Enjoy your week. I'm out. <laughs>